Hey guys, it's Christopher Lewis and welcome to another episode of Dating Intelligence. Hey honey, I got Jamie Villamore here as my co-host today. How you doing, hon? What are you doing over there? Just smiling, you know, it's just, it's been a good day. So, and I know that we're on a limited time today, so we're not going to be able to catch up on our own personal shit today, which mm -mm. we can do that off air. Yeah. Um, but we got, we got our first, I got to say this people, today we have a very great exclusive guest today and it's man's best friend, honestly. And, and Aaron Schweitzer here is his handler. Did we say that right? We did. Yeah, Schweitzer, right. is that correct? Yeah. All right. Well, we got Aaron Schweitzer and the Call of Duty Rex on the show today. And yes. if Rex could speak, uh, does he speak? Uh, he will sometimes. All right. Rex, where are you? Let's get, let's get Rex <laughs> on the screen. You guys got to see There's this. It's like Rex. this beautiful dog Woo! on the show. And um, his name's Call of Duty Rex. And Aaron, please Aww. explain. Talk talk about you and your dog. We're going to call the show Man's Best Friend today because he is an amazing creature. Right All now. right. So, yeah. So, Rex, he's going to make his rounds now. Um, yeah, I, I adopted him from a uh, shelter in Tucson. Um, gosh, it's been probably a little over three years now. And I had no intention of getting a Belgian Malinois. But when I saw one there that was being surrendered i knew that like this dog was going to go to the wrong home if i didn't mm. take him so right. i just adopted him uh put in the work and and we've done some pretty cool uh adventures we've had some pretty cool uh stuff that we've done so between call of duty and all the all the other stuff tv show and whatnot. nice nice now explain to everyone so um so when you had when you got him did you already start training tactical dogs at this point in your life or uh, no, I, I, so I, in high school, I worked on a greyhound farm, uh, okay. helping to train race dogs, yeah. um, which, you know, that's a whole nother show, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I just, I've just always loved dogs. And then in the military and, and after I've worked with tactical dogs, you know, mostly Malinois, German shepherds, Dutch shepherds. I was never an actual, and I'm still not an actual canine handler okay. per se, you know, professionally, but, you know, I've kind of picked up a few things here and there. So I feel like you've earned your stripes with this one. <laughs> I mean, he's an incredible dog. How old was he when you adopted him? So Rex was, he was uh, just about a year. He was a year old. So, and I actually, I met oh. his previous handler that was surrendering him. He just said, you know, this dog's crazy. He's out of control. Uh, he's nuts and I can't keep him anymore. So now the guy probably sits at home and plays <laughs> Call of Duty and doesn't even realize that's his dog ripping somebody's throat out. Oh, oh my God. My yes. Gosh. So it's explain to our, our audience out there. So when you're saying Call of Duty, you're talking about literally the video game, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So how did that work? Are they, are they the green screening? I mean, do they put the little balls on them and that whole thing? So I don't know. So he didn't actually do the mocap um, for that. I don't know if they just used one dog. Mm. I know they've used several dogs for, there's several different uh, canine animals in yeah, I saw one in, named Riley as well. Yeah, I didn't know Riley. If they knew each other. Or... I've I have been in touch with okay. their, uh, Riley, the original Riley's uh, handler, and I think the original Riley's since passed. But I think I think that that dog did do mocap. Um, Rex has not. He just came out in Modern Warfare season three with Ro with the rose skin. Okay. Um, as as her dog. So. Oh, I didn't know that he was um, Rose's dog. April, right? Yeah, well, yeah, in the uh, in the original, yeah, season three. So, do you play Call of Duty? A little bit. <laughs> I, I I say I say that I don't, but I do play a little bit. I just don't. You know, there's I've been getting a lot of requests to stream, and that's kind of one thing that I haven't put out there yet. But 2023, I'm hoping to get set up to try and stream a little bit. But I really need to up my game because 
you know, when you're a character and you go on, you know, go online, start playing, and just it doesn't do the character justice if you're just getting slaughtered oh. by a bunch of nine <laughs> by a bunch of nine year olds, you know. Yeah. So, so you fun. need some private lessons. I do. I've recruited a twelve year old to uh, to help me out. So, what yeah. really? That, Tell me that, about that. That's humbling. Yeah. That's, so yeah. I, I've got twelve um, year old that's going to help me uh, get spun up on that. That you know, he's he's a little ninja and does all the. Uh, I know it's a whole nother, a whole nother realm learning all the lingo and stuff. Yeah. But he's talking like 360 no scopes and all this, you know. And these stuff are kids like that. too, yeah. right? Jeez, that's yeah. incredible. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. So tell us a little bit about um, what you do in the tactical world. So, um, gosh, I've started out in the Marine Corps um, way back 2000, and I've always been in kind of the. I fell into the special operations. Um, field i was a reconnaissance marine um and then you know i've just always kind of stayed in that space mm -hmm. and uh yeah i've i've been a uh a master breacher a sniper and uh just kind of worked in that space for a long time so and out of all the things your favorite space to like operate right? man like what, what do you mean um i mean did you get the most joy out of like was it like when you were a sniper yeah, I was when you breached well. doors mm -hmm. You Which, know, I mean, it kind of sounds bad. Like, did you like sniping oh, well, people? That's true, too. But, but, I mean, what... Oh, hell, it sounds awesome, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Did you like sniping or no, um, <laughs> so what? You know, it's, it's, it's different. You know, the, the different skill sets um, all have their unique things that I, th that I think that I enjoy. And with that, you know, it, anytime you're dealing with military, you know, like you think of everything looks really bad. You think, oh, that's badass. They're jumping out of a of helicopter or, yeah. or, or they're scuba diving or they're, you know, we used uh, rebreathers. So, you know, the LAR-5 with, you know, it doesn't emit bubbles and stuff. That's badass. Well, <laughs> anything in the military, they can take it, make, you know, something badass and make it really suck. Like oh, on the surface, it. it looks badass, but you don't see the, you know, the, the uh, eight hours where you're sitting there all kitted up waiting oh. on the, the aircraft that's got you know a few more tweaks that need to get fixed or something like that so but going back to your question i would say like the diving for me was really really um cool because being under there like subsurface and um you know not emitting the bubbles and stuff like that and just interacting with you know like seeing all the wildlife they look that's at you great. like you belong there mm -hmm. And so it's it's really it's it's cool. Okay, mm -hmm. have you latched onto that since? Like, do you still dive then as well to this? Day? I haven't dove in. Gosh, it's been a couple of years. Okay, but yeah. Okay, still the same enjoyment for you though when you did do it. Yeah, great. Yeah, no, it's what the hell are you doing under there? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> like, when he's you're sniping diving, fishes, Jamie. Shit. Like, what? I mean, what is going through your? I'm I have a huge fear of water. So mm. what is? I I don't know. Maybe you like water. Like, what is going through your mind when you're down there? So. You know, so I used to have a huge fear of water too. I I nearly drowned when I was two years old, oh. and so I didn't get in water again until I was probably without a life jacket until I was like thirteen. I either had a life jacket on or like the you know Incredible Hulk water wings. <laughs> yeah. and then, then when I got to be like thirteen and and all the girls were wearing bikinis, I was like, okay, we got oh. we got ditch these things and do something about this. So, yeah. um, but no, I mean, going you know like being under most of our dives are at night. And oh, you know, like, makes it worse. Well, what's what's wild is I'll give you a quick story. When we were down in uh, combat dive school down in Panama City Beach, uh, Florida, you know, down there we're diving in the bayou, so it's really really dark. Oh. Um, there's there's this uh, they have a phytoplankton, so it's like um, it's like pitch black, so you can't see your dive partner. All you see is this phosphorescence outline 
of this phytoplankton oh, going wow. around them. So you see an outline of your of your buddy. Oh wow. Well, we're diving along and he's driving. So like so he's got this tack board, it's a navigational board that, you know, he's navigating and he's getting graded on his speed and accuracy of the dive. And you're his partner. So you're just kind of like cruising along, like basically drafting off him, making okay. sure that everything's safe. And then all of a sudden, like in front of us, I see this huge ass outline of something. I mean, it's like freaking huge. I don't know if it was uh, to this day. I still don't know if it was a manatee or, <laughs> or a bull shark, but it was like literally feet in front of us. And I'm just sitting there. I'm slapping him. I'm like, <laughs> we got to hurry up and get the hell out of here. Oh, man. oh wow. But, wow. That's craziness. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, like, I guess I'm um, like to say, if I may interject on that too, I feel like, you know, it's like I, when I first dove like in Mexico, just like, you know, the quick certification, whatever, like that, it's yeah. so peaceful down there. And it, 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 and I, I'm sure even after you dove after when you could see, um, it's just this, another world down there. It's peaceful. It's quiet. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's just you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's one thing I, I like always, you know, the, the, the reef, you know, diving for fun because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I did it recreationally too. That's what I enjoyed about it was it's another world, mm -hmm. you know, it's mm -hmm. a whole nother untapped world that most people don't get to see, you know, and it's, it's really cool. And it's scary. That's scary that you say you were, you got your little certification in Mexico. Yeah. Cause I've seen how that yeah. goes. I, know. Well, I did a three month course and yeah. you did you that see, like three that, hours in a, in a three foot pool. You see when I cringe, I was like, I'm not proud of it, but, yeah. it, but it did get me down there. It's and scary, it's like, yeah. and I got to experience it twice doing that. Awesome. And um, like I said, I, I thank God, like I, I made sure of all the rules and everything. I really listened cause I was not going to otherwise. Cause I'm afraid of the water when it comes to stuff like that as well. But mm -hmm. I just felt it was, I was at peace though. You know, I really enjoyed it. So, so uh, yeah, the three hour course is not that good people, but at least it got me down there. So, yeah. and you know me, I lobster every year. Yeah, this so is true. I'm like in the keys, like yeah. diving, but, um, but there, that's the reason why I do it. Cause it was just one of my big fears that I wanted to conquer. And so now we're out there every year doing it, but, um, I just feel like I can't get away cause we see sharks, mm -hmm. um, jellyfish and I feel like. I'm stuck. Like I'm swimming, but I'm not going anywhere or at least not fast enough. And I hate it when the fish touch me. Oh. <laughs> I just freak out. But you get so fulfilled when you grab your, after you dive, you grab, grab your stuff, right? I grab the lobster because they're like, I mean, that's my food, yeah. you know, but mm -hmm. the, when the fish come in like schools and I'm like, ah, oh, they're touching me, get, a, get them away. <laughs> But anyway, um, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> All right, Aaron, well, but, let's, yeah. let's tell me about you and Rex. Like, I know, like I said, do you, do you consider like, I, like the, we're calling this man's best friend because I do believe that animals can and truly are your best friend, especially with dogs and be a cat. Well, I don't care what it is, but people, we get attached, you know? And so, um, are you, is he the only one you have? Do you have any more animals I've got, as well? I've got three dogs. Okay. So I've got him, I've got Hank, which is a, well, we call him effing Hank. Um, so I kind of describes, you know, you can kind of. <laughs> figure that out <laughs> he's kind of our window licker he's a big Jim, german shepherd uh he was a rescue as well okay he's about three years old then i just got a puppy from another rescue out of dallas the po the powerful rescue out of dallas and he is a half german shepherd half malinois and his name's spicy rooster he's about he's nine months old and he is a spitfire oh and, wow and i'm training him to do like the same stuff as rex okay so. Okay. And how do you get Rex out there? How did you get him into the world? Like, I know that you're in this world, um, but how did you, how do you push him or would someone discover him? Like they do like anything else? No, you know, I rescued him and then I just started taking him everywhere because mm -hmm. I knew like, Hey, if I'm going to create that bond and I need to with this, this breed of dog, I need to take him everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I was traveling a lot doing, you know, call of duty shoots and some other content. And I took him on set for a call of duty shoot. And we just kind of included him on one of our group shots. Nice. And we're like, 
And then, you know, then they were like, oh, well, you know, this next shoot, we need a dog. It just made sense. He's always, you know, he's always there on set. He, he's the perfect dog and he's, he's well, uh, well-versed in, you know, the skills and stuff that they needed. So it was just a perfect fit. And he just kind of right place at right time, you know? Right. And you've been in the world for how long yourself then? Cause I know that you do stuff in that realm as far as calls do as well. So do they call back the same crew all the time every year as well? You know, it, they mix it up. Okay. You know, I've been, I've been doing, uh, the body of ghost f- since 2019. It's a big deal. So, yeah. um, you know, I, obviously I don't do the voice. I'm not British. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm still, I'm working on that, that accent, which I'm <laughs> not even going to attempt today. But, um, and then I didn't, I didn't do the mocap, but I do, I've done the commercial, I've done commercials for them. I've done, uh, a lot of stills. And then, you know, like right now, like our, the cover of the game is, is my face. And yeah. I saw that. You know, it's yeah. on Times Square. Times Square. That's amazing. Dubai and everywhere. So it's, it's pretty rad. And no one knows you. This is like just the mask and be like, yeah. who's that guy? It's like, it's me. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. It is. It's like, no, it is. Oh, I get it all the time. Yeah. Like I got, I got little <laughs> nephews and stuff that it's like, I told my kid and my friends at yeah. school and they're like calling me out. Can you send me some, you know, BTS um, on something, you know? Like you what's got, the proof? You have to yeah. get a little hook next time or something. They do that like a little, like, I don't know, like a little head tilt or something. Right. <laughs> something to give you, that gives it like, away. Like maybe you lose half your mask. Oh yeah. yeah that's so then, you know what I mean? They see that. Get the mustache in there. That'd do it for right? sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So. Oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, so let me ask you. So um, with I hear that you have like the, Mal- the Malamar and the German Shepherd. So let people know out there because I know that um, I hear you're rescuing them. I know that there's people that are using them for maybe possible training. I even heard this, um, you know, I'm in LA and I heard that there's a place out near San Diego that has German Shepherds that they might be using them for military stuff, but then they just don't pan out or they wash out. I don't know what it is, but why, how are you finding the Germans and the Malamars? So the, uh, the German shepherds, Malinois and, mm-hmm. and Dutchies, they, they end up at a lot of these shelters. I mean, they're, I would say probably like the second or third most, uh, I don't know, like populated dog at shelters now. And a lot it's due in large part to people seeing these dogs in, in shows like, uh, or movies like mm. John Wick. Oh yeah. Um, which mm. awesome, you know, Keanu Reeves, that show is awesome. Amazing. And the dog's awesome. However, you know, people, we're not the smartest <laughs> creatures, you know? So we think like, oh, I saw it in a movie. It's real. Like I can, I can go buy this dog and it's going to come out of the box like that. And it's more of, you know, they get it as like a status symbol. And then mm. they quickly realize that this dog is a freaking, you know, a machine that's built for working. And I have no idea what I've got in my hand or on my hands and this dog is i mean these dogs are smarter than most yeah. people they're more capable like physically you know than a lot of you know creatures and stuff and so they get these dogs thinking it's you know like it's going to be awesome and then they quickly realize like i'm in way over my it's head it's destroying my life it's destroying my house or they think that you know it's the dog's messed up when is it realize, because of the activity that they need that they're not giving them most of the time exactly right? mm-hmm. and I, I always say that you know these dogs have two two gas tanks or two fuel tanks. One is the mental stimulation and the physical stimulation. Mm-hmm. And if you don't drain both of those each day, then your your life's going to be hell. Okay. You know, because yeah. you're either going to have like you know a dog that's extremely uh, you know uh, physical and mentally frustrated, mm-hmm. or you know vice versa. But you need to like drain both those. So, tanks what do you suggest balance. to people then if they like, you know, especially it's German or the Malinois? Like, what do you suggest to people then? Like, how do you like for instance when you got Rex? and your new one, Spitfire and all that stuff that, what do you do for them every day? Oh man, I take them everywhere. Yeah. You know, like okay. take them, you know, like, 
you know, you, you can't take these dogs out on just like a six mile mindless run because okay. they, they just get on, it's like getting on a treadmill and they just shut their mind off. So they're not getting any mental stimulation. They just, it gets them in shape, but they're not getting that mental workout. And then they come back and they're just a more capable, frustrated animal. <laughs> so I just, you know, for me, I don't take them out on runs that often. I just take them everywhere, any, anyway, any, if it's possible for me to take him anywhere, yeah, I'll take him. That's great. Obviously. I mean, he's getting stimulation today. What I about mean, the plane when you're on the plane? Mm -hmm, yeah. So for planes, they, they have to be uh, a registered mm -hmm. service animal, or they have to be signed off as a service animal to get them to fly on the plane like a, a full-size uh, dog like this. I think, I don't know how what the regulations are for like the little pocket dogs and stuff like that. I don't know how that works. I've never had one. I, you know, you see people carry them on all the time, and I don't know what they're, in what capacity, you know. Right. Um, but... Yeah, these guys um, and German Shepherds, and you know, you'll see some labs on there too as service dogs. Does and he need a seat? No, he'll he'll just he's got the routine down now. That's I mean, great. we've logged. He's probably logged like sixty flights now, so he knows the routine. I always joke like he's like a kid, you know, <laughs> where you take your your little you know your twelve year old, you put the little badge on him, hand him off to a yeah. flight yeah. attendant. Right. He you could totally do that with him. You could oh, put the great. put the badge on him. He'd go to aisle nineteen and and climb in, and go under the seat, and just you know he knows the routine. So when we go on flights he'll he'll go to the we'll go to the row i'll point it out he'll climb in against the bulkhead and crawl under the seat in front of us and he'll rack out until we until we land so that's great Aww, were you were you looking for like and i'm going to go with your newest one now you're nine month old um just to kind of get a reference with the other ones were you seeking a new dog at that point or did you just someone say hey there's a dog that needs to be rescued or how do you how did you how did you choose all three uh, well, i know the story yeah, of this one three, like you said. three dogs is a handful yeah but, mm -hmm. especially three of these guys um, but no, we had recently lost a, uh, has 16 year old pit bull, uh, mm. meatball was his name. And, uh, so yeah, so like a few months passed and I was just, you know, I, the, that rescue in Texas, they came, you know, they came up with, I think it was nine Malinois, male Malinois puppies. Wow. And they asked us, you know, because we have got a little, uh, platform on social media in the dog world. And they're like, Hey, would you mind putting these out? you know, advertising them for us to help us get these adopted. And so, you know, I'm looking at these dogs and, you know, like these, these guys like miniature, <laughs> miniature ones, you, like, how do you pass that up? So yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pushing their stuff, you know, pushing it. And I'm like, Hey, uh, like what, what do we got to, you know, would it be possible for me to possibly, you know, like maybe get one? And they're like, dude, we'll give you a pick of litter. So I went down to Dallas and, and took a road trip down there and I picked out, you know, Spicy Rooster and he was, Spicy Rooster. he was, he was by far the smallest. So he's the runt okay. of the bunch. And he's still to this day, his brothers are all like high seventies, eighties wow. you know, pounds. And mm -hmm. he is, I think he was 59 pounds okay. the other day. So he's more than 20 pounds lighter than the other ones, but he's just a little ball of fire. And that's what I liked him. I was like, this dog when they sprayed, you know, the hose out there in the backyard, the other dogs were running from it. And this little fucker's like coming out of nowhere, like trying to attack them. I was like, I, I like his attitude. That's the one, so, yeah. yeah, so I, I took him home and he's, he's on track to be every bit of the dog as, as Rex, you know? That's so and that's kind of what I, it's kind of what I envisioned with him. I was like, if I'm gonna get a puppy, I'm gonna get something that I can incorporate into the world in the space that I'm working in. And, and so he's kind of filling in where Rex okay. is. And so when Rex gets older and he can't do it anymore, Spicy Rooster can hop in and fill his, God. fill his. Do they just eat it up shoes. too? They just, I mean, like Spicy, does he just love it? Everything like you get, it seems like it. He's coming along. Mm -hmm. He's, I mean, it's, they're a lot of work. I'm sure they like, are. Especially in the yeah. front, in, yeah. on the front end. Right, man. Yeah.
Three of them too. Well, I so I met Aaron mm-hmm. um, at a Nine Line event, and we were oh. in Georgia, and he had the dog, and the dog came everywhere. Like the restaurant, just so well behaved. I know and, your Instagram's amazing. And looking, he, by the way, he too. makes it like you really make it look so easy. So to where people are like, yeah, I'm gonna go get a dog because it can be like that. But mm-hmm. I just don't think that they understand the work on the back end, like you were saying. So that's that's something that I always like, kind of. Uh, struggle with and, and I try to voice that as much as possible on platforms like this is you know like we do a ton of cool stuff if you check out his page I mean you've seen it he's balancing on yeah. fire hydrants he's balancing on poles he's climbing trees he's jumping over walls and bushes and doing all this you know sitting up climbing ladders and whatnot but you know they don't just come wired like that you know like that is that is spinning it's it's a lifestyle and you know that dog has to be with you all the time doing that stuff daily and um so that's where i'm like dude like by putting this content out there am i making people think you know think oh this is you know hey i need to go get one of these you know but that's why i always try to really voice that you know these dogs are they're horrible pets they're they're not for the regular person to have just as a pet you know you have to they have to be working in some capacity and in full time. You right. Know? It's an investment. Yeah, it is. And you, you do it all yourself mm-hmm. because I've seen some people that have invested, but they send the dog off to a trainer. Yeah. But you said you weren't his handler though. So what does that mean? What's the difference though? No, I, I'm not a, I'm not a, like a, a canine handler. Like okay. we can't drop yeah. off our dog to him and be like, here, oh, train oh, him up I, for Okay, me. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a dog months. trainer right. and I'm Got also it. not, he's not like a, he's not like a, an agency working dog or gotcha. something like that. Okay. So, okay. Um, he's all yours. Yeah, but yeah. as far as like the board and train stuff, I know some people that do the board and train, and and it's I think it's it, it can be good for people that have no background at mm-hmm. all. Like, you know, take your, take your dog to a reputable place and man, do your homework because I know some people firsthand that um, are dealing with some some chaos right now due to uh, you know a board and train place that okay. not all of them are up to a par. There's a lot of them that are not. So do your homework on that. Um, but some of those can be really good. And then anytime that you can do the stuff yourself, you're creating that, that awesome bond with mm-hmm. that animal. That's going to be, it's going to make it exponentially like so much better because they're learning, they're learning straight from you and you're learning them, you know, which is, right. you know, right. very important. So, yeah, I love that. So I would love to like get in, like tap into your background a little and stuff like that. Um, cause we had the opportunity to talk and you'd sent me over, um, a little stuff Unfortunately, we don't have time today, but I wanted to know if we could invite you back and um, if you would be able to like sit with us and kind of dive into that, if you'd be willing to do that with us. And then where can we find you at SHOT Show this week? Oh, man. Um, Are you going to be with Nine Nine Line, Black Rifle Coffee? I know we're some of your bigger sponsors. So I think we have have a a meet and greet at Nine Line uh, for a couple hours. I want to say it's it's maybe tomorrow. Okay. Um, and then we'll be and a black. I'll post it on my social for, mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah, I'll get you the info. We'll be Nine Line, Black Rifle Coffee, Springfield Armory. Uh, we'll be swinging through Zev and, okay. you know, a handful of others. But we'll be out on the floor next couple of days and yeah. out and about. All I right. love it. Me too. Let's let's do our let's give him a question of the day. Oh, okay. We'll make this real quick. Oh, okay, man. so you are gonna. I lost sli- I lost he's, sleep he's over this last gonna, night. Let's make him feel uncomfortable. All right. 
Hey, Christopher and Jamie, new listener, but I have to say I have binged the last 10 episodes since I met Christopher in Vegas at the AVN convention. Oh, geez. The show has inspired me to actually take time away from dating and try to heal and to love myself first. I'm a 30-year-old male who is actually there for the CES convention, but snuck into the AVN with a friend of mine who loves his porn. Wow, what a crazy event. I can't seem to make time for myself outside of work for the right girl. And by the right girl, I have a tendency to lean more towards a Netflix and chill vibe, if you know what I mean. In my heart, I want to be a committed in a committed relationship, but know that I sabotage every girl I go out with, go out with by telling them what they want to hear just to get them in bed. One and done. I'm tired of the lies and the games that I play and want to find someone who I can just settle down with. I spoke to Christopher and he inspired me with this story. So here's my question. I know it's going to be like taking drugs away from an addict, but how do I stop and take time to be by myself in order to be a better dude for the girls that I really want to attract? Do you know this guy? Do you I remember I might have him? an inkling of him, yes. And okay. I've, I've told my story a few times, but how's he gonna, how's he gonna change? Let's go, Aaron. Man. <laughs> Dude, you've changed many a dogs, Aaron. So how, how, <laughs> how are we going to yeah, change this Yeah, should be an easy man. one for you. Come man. on. <laughs> I, I'm probably the last person to give dating. I've been, I haven't dated forever. So that's, um, I don't know, man. I like, I think you touch, you know, touch on it. Like find, you got to find love for yourself first. Yeah. Like find, find something that makes you happy and, you know, things to do, you know, and then I think that it just happens. You know, you've, that's, I'm just. I'm spitballing here. <laughs> no, you're just fine. But you know, like, like, you know, just find the stuff that you're interested in. Go out, do it. Don't focus so much on trying to mm -hmm. find somebody and trying to trying please to score, some, trying to score and Jeez. stuff like that. I mean, you're again, that's, I think that's probably his problem is mm -hmm. you go out working hard at it. You're going to get that one and done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but it is he wanting he wants to get away from the one and done. Yeah, he seems like he, he sounds like a real piece of down. shit. Well, I mean, but he's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. he's watching porn. Now I knew who the guy was. He's no, sneaking <laughs> into the AVN show for for those that don't know, AVN is a porn convention. Right. So he comes to town for uh, um, CES for CES, What's which CES? is a, it's a tech. The consumer, show. Yeah, like the electronic show, yeah. And then yeah. ends up sneaking in the porn. Yeah, there are a bunch of those sneaking into that. So, ladies, there's... watch out for men like this. But you know, but we're missing something <laughs> that, I, that I read that he's, okay. he's actually admitting to himself that he's sick of it, though. So it's okay. like he wants to be so rewired. He wants, he wants to, to be, be reprogrammed, right? So I think, like um, Aaron said, you got to take some time out for yourself first of all, because you're not going to help anyone if you don't help yourself first. Like we always say. Yeah. Um, second of all, just you know, take just take a break. You know, like you know, just like if you're going to meet a girl, see what it's like to actually have a conversation with her for the first. First time, Instead this, of trying to hustle her, and yeah, right. Thank you. Well, I'm a hustler, baby. Get her in, get her in yeah. the bed. <laughs> Rex, what say you, Rex? Come Rex, on, speak. What do you speak, think, Rex? Rex, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Like he goes, he goes. You know what? Yeah. What do you say, Jamie, to this one? Um, like I said, I mean, I don't even want to give this guy any advice. Okay. I say, even if he's trying to huh. change, come on, he's trying to make a I change. I mean. If he's trying to change, clearly change starts from within. And I say stop watching the porn. I'm not like a huge advocate, as you guys know, for um, any type of pornography. I think it just um, takes from that intimate like one-on-one -on -one with your partner. So, um, yeah, he needs to get comfortable like in uncomfortable spaces. Right. So I would start. Um, I feel like, like you just had a felon and you want to keep him a felon. You don't want to help the felon get really? better. That's just, what it just sounded like to me. You go, fuck I mean, him. It was, it's like, he's it was asking a lot for help. Of, that's a lot of trauma. I, it is. For but me, you know, I mean, but, but then again, you know, I think I, if I know who this guy is and I probably now remember like he was in his twenties, which okay. is totally acceptable. Okay. You know, he's living his life now. I think he's just sick of it now. Yeah. I think I, I remember the guy now and I don't, I know he was in his twenties for sure. Okay. So I feel like, you know, everybody in their twenties, what do we do? We want to just like, you know, one and 
done. First no of all, I just want to say thank you for binge watching our shows. Yeah, yeah. Thanks <laughs> thank, so much. Thank you for being an avid listener. I'm just great um, if you listen to my story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it sounds like he, yeah. he's got a, a little work to do yeah. on himself. So. Yeah, if you're, if you're going to push in your 30s, I think you're just just take some time out, like Aaron said. Just I mean, and by the way, as a trainer, you you know a lot more relationships than you think you do. So don't don't catch yourself short because yeah. it takes a lot to train, you know, and this is a similar situation right here. Um, it, it takes time and discipline, you know, you got to discipline yourself, dude. So if you're going to do this and you really want to do it, you got to discipline yourself to be better. Just like Aaron disciplines that. his dog. Exactly. And taking spicy, spicy, spicy rooster, spicy, spicy rooster. rooster. <laughs> gotta love me some spicy rooster. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring him up next time. Oh I want gosh, you to. That name's great. Please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, Aaron, please plug what you have, your social and everything. Yeah. Just, uh, check us out on, uh, Instagram. It's jammer underscore actual and call of duty Rex. And uh, he's on TikTok too. Nice. Um, yes. But uh, check us out. Check out Nine Line Apparel. They're the ones that uh, we we sell our t-shirts. Uh, our t-shirt designs through them, and a lot of the money that we raise for that goes to uh, dog shelters and and helping veteran dogs and stuff like that, that with with uh, you know unforeseen uh, expenses and stuff. So. Oh, I That's love that. Great. Nine Line, they're, they're a great um, foundation. They okay. build um, homes as well for uh, disabled vets. Yep. So, oh, um, yeah, I had the opportunity to work with them. And of course that's how I met Aaron. So that's great. Um, I will be at shot show today. You guys, um, you can catch me at the howitzer booth. Um, I'll be with uh, my partner, JJ Ricaza. Nice. And it's Jamie underscore Villamore. All right, guys. And you can find us at dating intelligence on social media. My personal ones at fetch sport, F E T C H S P O R T. And please subscribe and follow. And you guys, it's going to be a great season. And Aaron, thank you so much for coming on and bringing Rex. Hey guys, we thanks for having so us on. Yeah. Thank you, um, I think we got uh, George in the back behind there. George, thank you George, for producing today, buddy. You. Absolutely. And we we need a little switcheroo. I feel like we started I, I with Travis. I think so, too. We did. We did. <laughs> okay, he's <laughs> not the fast one on We you. love you guys just the same as Sticky Paws. All right, guys, that's another episode, and we will talk to you soon. We are out. Oh.